Come have a zippity doo da day and a big, bright, beautiful tomorrow on the Mousecapades Radio Network. My radio station. My radio station. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Chrissy and Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 792, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we'll be glad to help. Just text Gina, Chrissy, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636 373 4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So this week, there was tons of news. I felt like I heard the heavens open up and angels singing. Agreed. Um, Because some weeks, I feel like I'm digging to find things, even though it's new stuff and it's stuff that people want to hear. I just don't necessarily think it's as good as this week was. So, well, this is what people really want to hear. So let's go get on. So I'm going to kick off with the fact that on April 23rd, 2023, Happily Ever After is returning to the Magic Kingdom. I can't wait. Make a trip there if you're not going to be there before then. Or yeah, like me. Um, If you don't have plans on going, uh, you could take a quick weekend or we could book a vacation for you. We would love to do that. Also, Epcot Forever is going to return on April 3rd, 2023 until Disney decides what should be the next nighttime show. Uh, This next part is for everybody that hated the barges. I texted uh, Sarah Barrett as soon as I read this. (laughs) They are taking the barges away, people. Thank you heard me correctly. The best news. The barges are gone, and that beautiful view of the World Showcase I will be returning. I just feel like they wasted a lot of money on those barges. Oh, they did. And time. Right. <sighs> they didn't do what they said, though. Oh, they no, were supposed they to be this glorious water thing in the middle of the day, and... And they didn't. It was an eyesore. It looked like a water hose that was like... I'm indifferent about both of these. I know you guys are all... Like, everybody's super, super excited. (laughs) Well, I'm not upset. I'm just indifferent. I didn't hate either of the other shows. Um, Oh, no, I didn't hate them. Yeah, I didn't either. I obviously liked the shows that are coming back, but it wasn't like I'm like, oh, it couldn't happen soon enough. I'm so sick and tired of the other one. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well... Just more excited that the barges are going away. Yes. <laughs> Those are just the biggest eyesore in, in in the last twenty years, next to the terrible sorcerers had at MGM, <laughs> and that's been knocked down. And Vicky loved the eyesore the, of the magical hat. <laughs> oh, that was never meant to be permanent. I can't believe they did this so quickly, though. Like it's just we just got harmonious up and going. The shows, I they could have stayed a little bit longer. I think it's it's awfully quick for them to go away, but the barges weren't they only used for the fiftieth though? That's probably why because um, spending. Yeah, but they could have done it, kept it for the one hundredth. Right. Know? 
maybe freshened it up a little bit. I just can't believe they spent that much money on on Harmonious to just up and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to sell it to Branson because this week I heard that in 2026, the great movie ride is coming to Branson. My sister told me that. I'm going to have to make a trip to Branson. Wow. And I thought it was interesting because we just did that show with things we wanted to uh, come back or whatever. And one of the things Kaylee said was the great movie ride. Right. And I said, I texted her and I'm like, check this out. This is awesome. It'll be super close to us. Okay. I'm going to keep things going with another big announcement that was made this week at It Involves Resort Parking. I think this was the one that most people got the biggest hype from. Like, all of the blogs, you know, all of the Facebook groups, this was a huge, huge thing because starting last Tuesday, January 10th, resort parking is once again free. I don't know why they decided to start charging for it, but for golly, it's been years. Two and a half years, maybe? Yeah. I think it was longer than that. Yeah, it was before COVID. I think it's probably been four or five years. It's been a long time because I remember the second when we went October 2018, they had the parking fees. Wow. I didn't think it was that long ago. Yeah, we have we haven't driven in years. Well, it was ridiculous. You're paying all of that money for the resort. They have parking lots like it's what was the big issue. And the thing was, is they even charged you more. So if you were at a value resort, you were paying about $15 a day, a moderate resort, $19 a day, a deluxe resort, $25 a day. And it was like, but I'm already paying all this extra money to stay Mm -hmm. at a deluxe resort. Why are you going to charge me even more to park my car there? Right. So it was just very, very frustrating. Um, And I guess the kind of the funny thing that I see with this is everybody's praising Iger Mm-hmm. For but he's also the one who implemented this mm-hmm. change. So like can't give him too much credit there. He's the one who I think he maybe forgot. That's uh, or he's hoping that we forgot that. Like that at least at least he heard us. At least he did something to bring back magic. The newer Disney people, they won't know that it was Hiker. They're gonna assume that it was JPEG. And that's what I think he was banking on is that like, I'm going to be the hero when really, I mean, he made the change, but whatever, he reversed it. I'm going to be, I'm going to shut my mouth and be grateful for it being reversed because it was just silly to begin with. Um, And then there's another huge announcement. Are you ready for this? Tron, we have been saying over and over and over, when is Tron coming? We have an official date. It is April 4th. Tron will open at Magic Kingdom. Um, Five years, guys. This has been happening for five years. Okay, please tell me this is not an April Fool's joke because it's really close to that time. (laughs) (laughs) No, it happened before April Fool's, so I think we're safe. April 4th. Um, And just keep in mind that this is one of those that you're going to be on at 7 a.m. trying to get that boarding group. And I imagine it's going to go just as quickly as Rise of the Resistance did. So yeah, and it'll have that that lightning lane thing too. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm glad though that it does have the individual lightning lane because that gives you more of a chance yep. to get it. Like it doesn't go as quick. What I suggest doing is trying for both of them. Like get on two different devices. Devices. If you end up writing it twice, woo, you're super lucky. But like go ahead and try for both of them because I bet they'll both go very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were um, 
planning to go to Disney World spring break. Yeah. But I found out last week that I have to have just a routine surgery spring break. (laughs) So now Michael's spring break trip, his senior trip is now going to be a graduation trip. So we're going to squeeze a trip in now that week between the seniors last day of school and their graduation date. Okay. So we're going to try and hit Tron. Yay. That's so awesome. At first we were like, oh no, we're going to miss Tron by like a week. And right. now we're like, yay, surgery. <laughs> because now we get to actually ride Tron. Way to see the silver lining in that. Yeah, right. Chrissy. You know, mom's going to be cut open, but yay, we get to ride the light cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a client who's going to be at Magic Kingdom on April 3rd. Oh, no. Oh, oh man. That's so sad. She's Ooh. like, I literally missed it by, who knows, maybe it'll be one of those they open it early, right? No. Right. <laughs> then I have a client that extended their trip after the surprise, whatever, spring surprise race, mm-hmm. so that she could ride Tron. Nice. That's cool. I don't have anybody going during that time. I have March. I have Mar- March and May. We got lots of March. I have one there now, one going this weekend, one going on Monday, and one going next Thursday. Yeah, I have Ooh. two in March and one in May. But I'm all over the place. I'm booking cruises more yes. than anything. Cruises Me too. Are Everybody insane. wants to Send them this way. I want to cruise. Well, I just... I- and not to change the topic off of Disney or anything, but have you seen the prices for these cruises? No. Like, they're so much cheaper than going for a week at Disney. Yeah. That's why it's people true. are choosing it. It's true. I had somebody ask for a, a Key West, and I was like, um, just, you know, out of curiosity, have you explored cruises? <laughs> it's actually cheaper for you to go on a cruise and go visit all these places than to just go spend a week in Key West. Maybe that's what I need to tell Sherry Himmage. She wanted to go to this specific place that they always go to in Cancun. And she said in 2019 Christmas, it was $10,000 for all five of them to go. It's all inclusive. And I sent it to her and I knew it was going to be top of the line because I mean, I'm not trying to be ugly. I just know that's what they, that's how they do. How they travel. Yes. And so when I sent her the price, I didn't know she had been before for sure. And I said, so it's $8,000 with your airfare. And I mean, I was looking at it and the prices for the rooms and everything in the view. I was like, well, I mean, maybe no big deal. But then she freaked out because she was like, that's two of us. Five of us went for $10,000. So she's like, what else you got? Mm-hmm. Cruising is, cruising's where it's at right now. And I I have had my hands full of cruises. In fact, I've actually got four more that I'm getting ready to book. I booked two Sunday and one today. So I have three more exciting things that are going to be happening at Walt Disney World. Starting in the next month, uh, Walt Disney World annual pass holders will be able to visit the theme parks after 2 p.m. without needing a park reservation, except on Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom. If they couldn't make it confusing enough. <laughs> as well, <laughs> I can see why they did it because those are the busiest times. Yeah. So, so even though past blackout dates will continue to apply like they already do. Disney does realize that the pass holders enjoy more spontaneous visits and this change will make that possible. I wish they would say that about the rest of us because I don't like have to plan what park I'm in. Right. So anyway, also 
beginning in the next few months. Guests who purchase the Disney Genie Plus service will also receive digital downloads of their Disney Photo Pass attraction photos taken in the park on a day of their purchase at no additional charge, which I do have to say Disneyland already does. Correct. I remembered you saying that. Which is, it's an awesome perk. I love that. I do too. Beginning January 15th, guests will once again get the chance to meet the great Goofini, also known as Goofy, the astounding Donald, Madame Daisy, Fortuna, and Minnie Magnifique. They're back in the big top area. That's awesome. I More normal, finally. Where, where are they? Back in the big top area in the kids' okay. part with the Dumbo and... Yeah, where she's back there with her little poodles. Yes. Gotcha. The thing with the pass holder, I, Brad was just talking to one of his uh, colleagues that lives there and is home based and he needs to call her back now. And she said, I just missed the days when I could just say, I think I'm going to Epcot for dinner. And that's where she said that they did a lot. And I think a lot of people do because there's so many restaurants there. Right. So she'll be happy. I mean, she literally just said that to him last week and then this came out. She said that's one of her favorite things about living in Orlando is, oh, I think we'll go to... Uh, coral reef tonight or tapenado or or i could just go and ride tower of terror before i go to work there you go <laughs> before you go to work what what a way to start the day huh right i would do it <laughs> over in california where i will be in maine in case you hadn't heard <laughs> <laughs> i'm just laughing. i'm excited for you can you tell <laughs> I'm so excited. A lot of news has just been announced, and I'm really excited for this. Um, The Disneyland Race Weekend will return January 11th through 14th, 2024. The 100 Years of Wonder will begin in Disneyland in a few weeks, and just this week, 100 Years of Wonder flags have started to appear. And this I'm wildly excited for. Construction has already begun on Pacific Wharf for the reimagining of San Francisco at Disney's California Adventure because I love Baymax yes. and I love Big Me Hero too. 6. Because Michael was Baymax, right? For Halloween one year. Yes, with the inflatable costume and everything. That was my favorite costume. I of remember all time. that. Oh my gosh, it was my favorite. Um, I don't think Baymax gets enough love. He doesn't. But he will now. That's right. Um, And over um, at Disneyland, Tiana's Palace will open to replace the French market. Um, And this is set to open later in 2023. Disneyland um, 100 travelers mugs and lanyards all in celebration for the 100 years of wonder. All sorts of neat merch has um, begun to arrive in the stores. New fountains have been installed in the Sleeping Beauty moat for the 100th celebration and Disneyland Magic Key Passes will finally be sold again when there are some some available, which means Disney um, will just put more annual passes out when there is more availability. I know that's huge because one of my co-workers and friends um they've been magic key holders for a long time and i know she gets really nervous about the renewal yes um will there be a renewal will she be able to renew it so that's very good news it is very good news. i have one of the lanyards oh Oh, for the hundred Mm -hmm. i got it when i was there for the aep oh cool they gave them out to us 
and pop sockets and all kinds of crazy stuff. Very exciting. I just want them to bring back passes in Florida. Right? right. I know, because if they did, I would be buying my butt one. Right. Why not? As many times as we go. That's what Brad and Kaylee have said all along. And I'm like, well, it's not available right now. So I'm out of luck. Right. So we don't, we mostly talk about the mouse on here because we love him so much, but we do sell Universal and at Your Story Travel Company and any of us could help you with that. So this week, Universal made a huge announcement, which I think is going to upset some Disney executives. Um, as you know, guys, in historically, Walt himself tried to find other places to put a Disney park in St. Louis was one of ours for us people that live in St. Louis, but it didn't pan out because he didn't want alcohol there. Well, they're going to build a universal theme park in Frisco, Texas, and it's going to be about the size of Islands of Adventure. And the focus is going to be on young families and children over in Universal Hollywood. Super Nintendo World is set to open in just a few weeks. So if you're interested in a trip in that, we can you can reach out to any of us for a free quote because um, we do book Universal Vacations as well as Disney. Let me tell you that Super Nintendo World looks amazing it really does like i wish i had more time when i go out to california or i mean maybe i'll just go out to california again because i've just been scrolling on social media just even over this last weekend and all of the previews i've seen yeah we've been looking a lot into that because my kids are really into that right now and keith keeps going "Mm, right this is tempting it looks good so neat but good for them for like putting a smaller park somewhere else right i mean that's that's smart it's very smart it's also nice that universal is doing something a little bit more kid friendly right universal is awesome they do so many amazing things but they i always call it disney for big kids right um it's just an you can't do as much with smaller children there Um, There's a lot more height requirements, that's for sure. So it's nice that there is another option for people who have small children. Um, So now Frisco. And and it makes you think if if they're willing to, you know, go in a suburb outside of Dallas, you know, will Disney start scouting out some suburbs? Yeah, I'm surprised that they have not come out with a big announcement about something yet. I mean, they have all these little announcements and then Universal's like, bam! Right. In your face. I wonder when this Frisco one's going to open. I thought they said next year or the year after. I, yeah, I think they said 2024 is what I heard. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a smaller scale park. Right. I wonder if there's like a former theme park there already. Right, like an old Six Flags or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You're right. They did used to have Six Flags there. So maybe they're they're taking over the old Six Flags and then now all they have to do is put in the new rides and stuff. So if, if most of the construction stuff is already there, then... Just kind of retheme it or something. Exactly. Hmm. Very smart. All I'm, all I'm thinking is it took five years for them to do Tron. <laughs> they're going to build a whole theme park in like a year or two. Well, that's Universal, though, and they're whipping things out. Right. It didn't take them very long to build Super Nintendo World or Super Mario World. That's true. Okay, so Disney has released a Moonlight Magic schedule for Disney World. This is an exclusive event for Disney Vacation Club members. They can visit the parks after hours for a special celebration. It normally... 
includes some character meet and greets, which are always fun. Shorter wait times, of course, for those attractions, fun entertainment, and then some free yummy snacks and treats. So the schedule that was released for Disney World Moonlight Magic Days at Epcot, there's February 8th and February 15th. Disney's Hollywood Studios, there's May 11th and September 13th. Disney's Animal Kingdom, we have July 11th and August 2nd. And Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park is May 23rd and August 23rd. Pretty cool. Those sound very cool. It pays to be a vacation club member. Well, and I'm glad they're bringing this stuff back. There needs to be more perks. Mm -hmm. So my anesthesiologist in my surgery was a DVC member. And you're like, do you have any extra points you can throw? Well, he away? saw my backpack. I oh. had my old Disney World backpack and he goes, oh, are you a Disney fan? And then I had to explain, you know, well, you know, and he's like, oh, I'm a DVC member. And he's like, we haven't used it in years. We sell our points. And I'm like, give them to me. What? <laughs> give them to sell me. Them <laughs> I will use your points. <laughs> So the Fine Arts Festival began this week. Um, with this exciting opening came some sad news to guests on the Arts Festival map. And we noticed that Epcot's play pavilion that was planned to be added to Epcot has been removed from the map altogether. Disney hasn't mentioned the play pavilion in a press release for a while now, leading us to believe that the project has been canceled as Walt Disney World Resorts continues construction of World Celebration Area of Epcot, Disney fans have an appetite to have the project finished. Still, the Play Pavilion will be one of the many outstanding questions about previously announced projects. Other projects that have been either delayed or outright canceled are the Spaceship Earth overhaul, which totally needs to be done, mm -hmm. the Mary Poppins attraction, and Wondrous China. Yeah, I wondered about that Mary Poppins because they that was like such a big thing they were going to add to Epcot. It's just funny that they choose to, maybe if we just don't say anything, people right. will forget. People won't <laughs> notice. If anything, people notice most about Epcot because that is the park that Disney nerds are most passionate about. Yes, right. absolutely. It's my favorite park. Oh my gosh, the other day, it's one of my friends that really loves Disney, but her husband just goes there to entertain and hold her purse. Literally, he just sits on the bench. <laughs> like, no wonder you think it's the most expensive day. If you're going to hold her purse, stay outside the park. They'd save a lot more money. Right. Um, he said, I was today years old when I realized that Epcot was an acronym for something. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Oh, my gosh. Every person comes out tired. <laughs> That's amazing, Christy. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard that. No. no. Oh. You could have totally taken credit. It's an we oldie but goodie. Well, I remember when the first time we ever went, like, my kids were so funny. Like, they were young. Like, Jenny was, she was getting ready to go into high school, but she just got it tongue twisted and she called it Epicot. <laughs> so now that's like the big joke in our family. We would say, oh, we're going to Epicot. Epicot. Very funny. Well, continuing ep Epicot talk, <laughs> the Festival of the Arts, which I don't know. Have you noticed some people call it the fart? Yes, yes. I no, fart. I hadn't heard that. The fart festival. Uh -huh. Yes, I heard That's it a lot. So funny. I'm like, oh. grow up, you big dorks. <laughs> I mean, if you say it fast, 
<laughs> and of course the abbreviation. Right, right, right. They're like, oh, the fart. I'm like, oh. But anyway, the Festival of the Arts at Epcot started this past Friday and is going to be amazing as always. This festival festival brings in artists from all over to sell their artwork, musicians from Broadway, chefs that create art with food, and so much more. If you haven't been to the festival, we think you should make a plan to visit. One of the most amazing things to see is the chalk art, which is amazing. It'll literally stop you in your tracks. Figment, the Figment popcorn bucket is back again. Only Disney has learned from last year's seven hour long wait by having a virtual queue, which from all accounts worked much better this year. Mm-hmm. Smart. If guests were interested in purchasing the Figment popcorn bucket, they joined the virtual queue and notified of a time to come back and pick up their bucket. Epcot sold out of the bucket on the first day. The, cr- the crowds were huge with it not only being the first day of the festival, festival, but also being Martin Luther King weekend, which always brings in crowds for the long weekend at Disney. Um, but I did hear that even though they sold out on the first day that they were still available. So they were able to continually replenish. Oh, good. good. They were more prepared. Yeah, because they couldn't last year. Better prepared than they were last year. I watched so much coverage of this this weekend that I told Kayla I wanted to go hop on a plane and go just for the day. Right. (laughs) Well, I already told Mike that, um, you know, because we did have to rearrange this spring break trip and... You know, Mike's not sure if he'll be able to join us in May. And I'm like, well, I'm going for sure next February. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, maybe we can go and we'll go for Festival of the Arts. And so we're kind of, it's already in the back of our mind. When we went, when I met Vicki for the very first time face to face, it was Festival of the Arts. And my husband and I (laughs) sat there, we were in Epcot and you know how they have all those space and stuff. Well, this lady was sitting on a bench and she was on her phone. She had a drink in her hand and she was talking to whoever. And she's like, yeah, I'm so drunk. I bought so much art. I don't know what I've sent home. (laughs) We were dying laughing. It looks especially, and I don't know if it's because the pandemic, so, you know, like, it's not over. You know what I mean? Like, the COVID's always going to be around, but it just, the art looked amazing more than normal, I should say. Right. Because it was the first day, I don't know, but uh, Stephanie and I just share a student. She passed her on to me, Kennedy, and she was there this weekend. And so I text her mom and I said, I hope you're still having a magical time. And here are some food that you can eat for me in Epcot. And they were going there. They were leaving um, Hollywood Studios and they were headed there. And so she took a picture of her eating that rainbow cake for me. Oh, yeah. And the Pop-Tart. And she said, obviously it was good. It's almost gone. (laughs) Epcot food is the best. She told me she was heading there. And I was, I was like, you're going, really? Are you serious? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to Disney. Cause she comes and visits me every morning. No. Yeah. When she came in and said, I'm going to Disney today. I'm like, beard school. What do you mean? She's like, we're going to leave early. I'm like, oh, good luck getting through the day, sweetie pie. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's why we always try and leave out early. <laughs> well, more on Epcot. So the new figment centric beacon of magic show as part of the Festival of the Arts show 2023. This is what's on the orb. So it's um, uses audio from the original journey into the imagination attraction with Dreamfinder and Figment. And it opens with the verse sung in the art section of the classic ride 
when the doer are painting a glass mural, which I did not ride the original ride, but I know Chrissy did. And then it has hexagons of color that swirl around the spaceship to different instrumental renditions of one little spark from the original attraction. And eventually the spaceship Earth is covered with rainbows of purple, yellow, light blue, and dark blue with white starburst lights sporadically. I don't know how well I'm describing this to you, but I'm gonna explain that more in a second. And then eventually it moves into the performing section of the original attraction with Figment and the Dreamfinder singing as the lights flash in syncopation. A strip of orange lights rotates around the purple sphere and figments, those are figments core colors if you don't remember that. And the end of the show uses the finale music from the 1983 figment attraction. Different rainbow and multicolor patterns flash around the sphere for the grand finale. If you're like me and you're not going to be able to go, you can watch this on YouTube and I would strongly suggest you do because it's, it's really cool. It's probably going to make me cry, 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 because it'll remind <laughs> me of the original 1983. Nostalgic for you, huh? Nostalgia. Awesome, though. Like, even just in your description, I'm like, I can totally. I mean, it, and I've said it before on the show, like, there's something about Epcot at night that takes me back to being like nine years old. That's awesome hmm. that it can do that. It, it, it's so bizarre. It takes me back to this really like weird place, like, and that's why Epcot connects so strongly to the Disney nerd in me. And it's not even my favorite park. I mean, it is, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my top four favorite parks. <laughs> the Odyssey Pavilion is decorated as Figment's Imagination Station for the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. The food items that are going to be offered are going to be the fruit pizza, a Disney blueberry filled Pop-Tart. Is that the one you told Kennedy to get? Because mm -hmm. when I read this, that's exactly, I was like, ooh, that sounds delicious. I know. Um, rainbow cake with freeze dried Skittles. Which I want to try, by the way. Abby likes them. I want to do that. They're all the rage right now. She loves freeze dried candy. It's, it's very popular to do. And then, of course, there's that figment uh, popcorn bucket. Drinks that'll be offered are going to be a grape smoothie with the freeze-dried Skittles. And then there's three daughters brewing hard cider and black cherry, blood orange, and passion fruit. Yum. Um, rainbow cider flight. You can do 81 Bay Brewing Company Green with Envy Blonde Ale or Blue Butterfly Lager. Urban Artifact, the Gadget Raspberry and Blackberry Midwest Fruit Tart. And you could also do a Rainbow Beer Flight. It's all very colorful and all very, um, what is it, aesthetically appealing. Aesthetically ple pleasing. Yeah, you know? pleasing, yeah, yes. I'm not much of a, a beer drinker, but those all sound really good. Mm -hmm. I'm not either. Like, I would try them. Yeah. Now, I have had some really good beer at Epcot. Like, I'm not a big beer drinker either, but I got the Key Lime beer that they had um, during the Food and Wine Festival, and it was really good. I remember you saying that. It was good. All right, it is that time of the show where we start with the Say It Isn't So. Or what What does Brad call it? Say It, say it Ain't So. Say It Ain't So. <laughs> In a report recently released, a man supposedly lost his gun while staying at Disney World at the beginning of September in 2022. The man stated that he had a Black Ruger LCP Max 380 automatic handgun in his luggage when ba 
bag services collected his luggage from him. He said that he didn't realize the gun was missing until he arrived home. The sheriff's report stated that there wasn't a suspect and that the rooms are cleaned twice a day. That made the report not true because rooms are only cleaned once a day and every third day. The man's name was redacted because he was a victim of Grand Theft Auto, but the man broke Disney's rules by bringing a weapon on property. Parts of what was redacted included his name, age, and where he lives, um, calling these details confidential. And the report does not say if the man had a concealed weapons permit. The gun still hasn't been recovered, but Disney wants to remind everyone that you shouldn't bring weapons with you because it is a federal offense and you can get into trouble. Yep. And why do you need a gun at the happiest place on earth? That's all I'm saying. An automatic handgun at that. My husband tries every time. I'm like, no, leave it at home. <laughs> well, here's saying ain't so number two. Spaceship Earth at Epcot. A calming, peaceful, relaxing <laughs> ride. Nap time. <laughs> right, a slow moving, a slow moving ride where two men got into a physical fight that began over a wheelchair. What? Oh my goodness. Seriously. According to an Orange County Sheriff's report that was released just this past week, one man said that the other man clipped him while pushing a family member with disabilities in a wheelchair. Darren, a 57-year-old man from Missouri, was standing in line for Spaceship Earth with his wife and son who was using the wheelchair. While pushing his son's wheelchair in line, Darren accidentally clipped the ankle of a male, James, in front of him with the wheelchair. The two men got into a verbal altercation, but eventually separated and got onto the ride. Darren stated James was waiting for him when he exited the ride, the report said. A second verbal argument ensued. James was still upset, and Darren told him to stop being a wimp and get over it. Both men argued one final time outside the exit of the ride. Darren stated it was at this time he shoved James with the palm of both hands. Darren recalled that James called him a piece of Please. dog do <laughs> and got into his personal space, which is why he shoved him. Darren stated he was not afraid or fearful of James in that moment. The sheriff's department also interviewed James, 48, who lives in Seminole County, to hear his side of the story. James recounted how he and his wife, who uses a mobility scooter, waited for the ride in the wheelchair accessible line. James said he got clipped in the ankle by Darren pushing his son in the wheelchair. Even though he thought he was struck unintentionally, James said he was upset Darren didn't apologize and he verbal verbally berated him but continued on to the ride. Eventually, James got the authorities involved, but eventually he decided not to press charges against Darren. Oh, Lord. Wow. What a waste of time. I know. And resources. Go ride another ride instead of waiting for somebody. I'm disappointed in James in this story. Like, right. James, this poor, this guy is pushing his son right. in a wheelchair and accidentally clipped you. Exactly. Clearly, he's got enough on his mind already if he's pushing his son in a wheelchair. Like, come on. Get over it. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> These people. And then to wait for him after the ride. And then he's the one who got the authorities involved. Authorities right. involved. You're the one who waited for the guy after the ride. Right. 
Uh, I, I don't know. He must have been having some sort of bad day. Do you know how many filings we'd have a day for the people to get bumped by uh, scooters and wheelchairs alone? I mean, not wheelchairs, strollers. Or strollers, yeah. I've clipped people's feet and I've gotten clipped plenty of times myself. Oh yeah, me too. And sure, it's frustrating when somebody doesn't apologize, but oh oh well, I think it happens. Sometimes they don't even realize they did it. Right. Yeah, that is the hardest thing of all. Sometimes those people on those scooters, you need a license for that. You do. Mm-hmm. You have to pass the test before you can drive one. And if you're renting a Disney one, believe me, because I did in October for the Halloween party, they go like two miles an hour. So if you clip someone in the ankle, it's because they weren't walking very quickly. Right. <laughs> so Fantasmic, of course, you guys know, is my family's favorite nighttime show. Mine now, too. <laughs> it's also been a guest favorite for 30 years. And it seems that Disneyland is taking an abrupt break from the show. So a sign got posted this week that all shows are canceled from January 14th to February the 9th, with the exception of the two shows on February the 3rd. Now rumors are flying, um, and one of them that was in several locations, it is because Disney's preparing for the 100th anniversary of Disney, which I got to tell you, is a big deal. Although the 100th anniversary shows aren't scheduled to start for a few more weeks, it's a possibility that that could be it, but Disney's not released a reason that they did this hasty shutdown. I wonder why, because I don't see them putting anything with the 100th done over on that little like island type thing that they have that they do it on. I just, that's weird. It is weird, but I mean, they have the right to do that, I guess. I don't know. But of course, you know, rumors have to fly. Something, bi something big has happened. They found an alligator. Maybe there was a shark living in that water, you know. Lord. Well, it's also strange, though, that they're allowing the two on February 3rd. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of random, right in the middle. Maybe somebody rented out the park for that day. Maybe. I, don't know. I loved it when I saw it. I'm so glad I got to see it when I did. <laughs> it's awesome. Speaking of closures. <laughs> oh, Lord. Rise of the Resistance. I mean, as if we haven't said this enough times, it was shut down again. It happened on Sunday. That ride has so many technical difficulties. It's crazy. So um, it is often the guest favorite. That is why a lot of people go to Hollywood Studios. There seems to be technical difficulties all the time. Um, and this was just kind of a bad week for it. Be it with it being MLK weekend, a lot of people kind of came for the extended weekend hoping to get in. Um, and then at four o'clock, Disney cast members were still trying to say that they were getting the ride up and running. So ugh, it took a long time for this to happen. Um, of course, they always do everything that they possibly can to get things moving as soon as they can. But anybody who is there on Saturday and was hoping to ride it, they might have lost their opportunity. So I have a question. How come we hear all about Rise of the Resistance at Disney World being down, but you never hear it about Disneyland? Good question. I, I don't think I've ever heard them talk about it being down at Disneyland. I don't know. Isn't that weird? Now, my, my husband and my kids loved it. They had never been on it before and they loved it. It is neat. Technical difficulties could mean anything. Mm -hmm. And that's as much as you're going to get from Disney. Because I looked and there's there was nothing. And I do know that some people went ahead and got their money back because they were just, you know, the people that wow. had paid the people that had paid for the lightning lane. Right. And, you know, I wonder um, 
the people who pay for the Galactic, Galactic Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. they also get that that special entry and. Mm-hmm. But isn't that in the morning now? Isn't that like first thing though? But this was closed all day. This was down from the very beginning, I guess, when they did the first. So I wonder if they'd get any sort of compensation back. Compensation. But yeah, you're right. You never hear about it. I don't know if it's because, I don't know. It's the same. I've written both. It's the same. It's just weird. I don't know. Okay, moving on. So Disney Chase Visa is a great idea uh, for you to get. No. I, I'm not getting a kickback from Chase, I wish, but uh, we thought that we would share with you why this Visa card is a, a magical idea. First, if you book your Disney vacation on your Chase Visa, you have six months of free financing to pay for your trip. Second, while at Disney, some restaurants and some stores give you a discount. You just have to ask and you just might be surprised. Um, third, for every $100 you spend, you earn Disney reward dollars. These dollars can be used at Disney and they add up very quickly. Vicki and her family use their Chase Visa for everything except their house payment. The money adds up and they take it with them to pay gratuities, for meals, for souvenirs or whatever they need to while they're there. Fourth. Disney releases special deals for their card holders for Disney on Ice. Any new Disney movies and just a lot more. Fifth, Disney is releasing 100 anniversary designs for their cards so you can share your love at Disney when you're out and about. Reach out to Disney Chase Visa today and join so you can start getting your Disney perks. And mention that you heard this on... (laughs) Yeah, mention that you heard this on the Mousecapades podcast. And maybe they will give us a little something. (laughs) One other thing that I didn't know, um, Michael just turned 18 and he's not ready for a credit card yet. Yes. Chase offers a Disney checking account. Oh, nice. That offers all of the perks except for the reward dollars. That's nice. So he he's got a he's got a BB-8 debit card, and he can use it to. I mean, we booked it with our Disney Chase, right? But if he wanted to use his card to get like that uh, Chase room deal, uh-huh. we could have put his debit card number in, um, and he used it to buy something on shop disney and awesome. got yeah so That's it's cool. if you've got somebody who's not ready for a credit card like my 18 year old son <laughs> um he since he's working he has his check direct deposited and it's a chase checking account but he gets the disney perks except for those reward dollars That's awesome So though. he's not accumulating the perk the dollars but he gets most of those perks, which That's I painful. didn't even know until I didn't even know that it existed until they started opening up Chase branches here in St. Louis. That's great to know. And we had our Disney Chase cards and we're like, well, let's we got some sort of flyer and we're like, well, let's open him a Chase checking account. And they offered him a Disney checking. We're like, OK, yes, please. So I thought that was kind of cool. 
he's excited because his card has BB-8 on it, but now he wants one of the new hundred. Of course. Anniversary. Me too. Well, I want the Maleficent card, so that's, yeah. So, um, and you can change your card all the time. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I figured you did know that. That, so if you have someone that's 18 or older and you're trying to build up their credit because they need that if they want to buy a house or a car in the long term. So Kaylee has her own chase card now and I don't, she didn't have tons of money. Do you remember how much you had when we left Kaylee? Yeah, she had like $150 and I guess she had had it for like a year. So she does the same thing we do. We just on, we pay for our thing once a week so that we don't kill ourselves in credit. Right. And um, it just really does add up quickly. Right. Yeah. I mean, eventually down the line, he will eventually get the credit card. It's just he only started working like in October. He he hasn't had a job very long. That's OK. He has a job. Yeah. His job is being a student. <laughs> there you go. That's an important job. too. That's his job. All right, Chrissy, give us this exciting news. Yeah, I am so excited for this. I can't tell you. Michael and I, we are on the same wavelength. And the other day, he's like, did you hear? And I said, Phineas and Ferb? Yes. Disney had ordered 40 episodes of Phineas and Ferb to be developed by the original creator, Dan Povenmeyer. They are going to put the 40 episodes into two seasons, 20 episodes per season. This is part of Dan's deal with Disney branded television. Phineas and Ferb originally ran from 2007 to 2015. Voice actors Vince Martella, Phineas, and Dee Bradley Baker, Perry the Platypus, confirmed their involvement with the revival. I am sure a lot of young adults, and even older adults, are going to be very excited with the return of Phineas and Ferb and the eternal summer vacation there. I keep singing that song in my head. <laughs> and the, the second time I went to work for the Disney stores was when Phineas and Ferb was huge. So I heard the theme song over and every over and 15 over. to 20 minutes, over and over and over. So oh my gosh, totally... all my kids loved Phineas and Ferb and I watched it with them. It is cute. Oh, we will watch, like if there is nothing, not that, because in our house, it's always football, wrestling and the office on continual loop at all times in our house. <laughs> but sometimes if we're sick of one of those three, it is Phineas and Ferb is number four. And it, I mean, Mike will even sit and watch it. You'll have to watch it, Steph. It's cute. Steph's not seen it. There's a new one for you to introduce your kids to. Okay. So good. She love her and Joey both like it. Well, thank you for joining us. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497 or you can check us out on our social media account on Facebook, The Mousecapades Podcast. And if you'd like a free quote, contact Vicki, Gina, Chrissy, or myself, Stephanie at 636-373-4497 or you can go to yourstorytravel.com and go to that little drop down menu and click on one of our names. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. We will be sharing Disney table service dining that we think you should try. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. It's time to remember the night. I only hope that we 
never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse.